Welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and mentor people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant in their fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue. Join with me as my co-host, Annabelle Rios. We're going live in three, two, uno. One? <laughs> Had to throw in the Spanish there. Yeah, you threw me for a second. I was going to say new. No, no. <laughs> so, episode three. Today, we're going to go over the Hero's Journey Guide, and this would be what we consider step zero, something you do before you even start. And it's going to be broken up into two parts. Part one, we're going to talk about mindset. Part two, we're going to talk about knowledge. And I think the big thing is, Almost all change will start between your ear, between your ears. So that would be your mindset and the information that you have. <clears throat> so one would be like internal, like you have to self-reflect. And the other might be external, like an external source that you're learning from, but it still is between your ears and that would be mind, uh, and knowledge. So the mindset and rules of, these, uh, of this mindset is what's going to help us change. So we got some good stuff here. Um, if you're taking notes, we got some really good questions um, to kind of consider. And um, we have some mindset and we have some rules to kind of follow, To guide you. To guide, yeah. Yeah, it's all to guide you along this journey. We, we're calling it the hero's mindset. Trademark pending. <laughs> uh, and we'll start us off with the first mindset. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think with, with all of this, the whole purpose is to give you tools to change. You you may agree with some of these, you may disagree, but we just feel that if you have these mindsets, they're going to lead to not only short change, but also long-term change. Um, and the, one of the first ones that I think is very important is we're calling it know thyself. You know, it's kind of hard to change if you don't understand who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, and and how to even overcome them. Um, a quote that 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 I that I like is um, from Socrates. It says, "To know thyself is the beginning of wisdom." He's okay. a pretty smart guy. Yeah, it's kind of kind of what we're trying to get to. Is we need to we need to know ourselves in order to understand what we're good at, what we're not good at, and that will uh, affect like lasting change. Yes. Because you are the only person who knows, who's going to know themselves better than anybody else, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of, where maybe you succeeded in the past, where you haven't, and how to change that. So I kind of see this as a moment to, you know, stand in front of the mirror and self-reflect. Self-reflect on your life. You're, you're in a sense taking an inventory of everything and trying to figure out who is this person that I'm seeing. Right. So one thing you can think about is when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, is this who you want to be? Mm. And if not, who do you want to be? And that's really deep. Yeah. Some of these questions <laughs> as we were writing them down and going through this, going through them there, they may be lifelong questions, not in the sense that you can't figure them out, but they might change as you ask them to yourself now three years down the road, 10 years down the road, things might change. But now, in the midst of it, you're looking at yourself, is this really 
who I want to be? Is this who I wanted to be when I was 15, 18 years old? If it is, great. If it's not, you're going to sit there and think, who do I want to be? And and, and, and to kind of back uh, you know, some points up with that is thinking not just in the negative, but potentially in the positive. Yeah. What do you do well? Make a list, right? If you have, if you're taking notes right on one side of the page, what do you do well? What are your strengths? I think so too. Not just so on the, on the negative, but there are some things that you do well and man, you might need to double down on your strengths. Correct. And use that to help your weaknesses. I think a lot of times we focus so much on the weaknesses that we forget that we have strengths that we can use to our benefit. So like an, an example of this would be that you are, maybe you're very determined, but, and that's, a, and that's a strength, but it also might be a weakness in the fact that if you feel like you can't spend an hour in the gym, or if you, you know, can't have, you know, 21 perfect meals in the week, then you just don't do it at all. Um, so knowing your strength that you're determined, but also knowing with that, that a weakness might be that if you can't fully commit, then that could be a downfall understanding that weakness because yeah. you, you have to know yourself to know well, if I don't do this all the way then I'm just not going to do it at all which is obviously not good that's not a good mindset to have but only you can kind of figure that out within yourself yeah it kind of you know that kind of reminded me a little bit <laughs> when you go into a job interview tell me your <laughs> your biggest weakness I'm a perfectionist <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like weaknesses quote-unquote but they're actually like strengths yeah <laughs> no, we're not we're not talking about that we're talking about actual weaknesses things that you don't have to tell anybody but you need to tell yourself yeah exactly like for instance i think what you were saying starting might be an issue for you man you have all these you're great at planning everything but maybe you don't know how to start or where to start and that's your that's the area that oh man i gotta i know that's what's giving me trouble in the past because only you know that i, I don't know you <laughs> yeah, we don't know you. We're just, you know, talking to the microphone and you're just listening, but only you can only you know you. Yeah. And some of that might not be just, you know, what your weaknesses are like, how you're hurting yourself, but it could even just even mean am I making things harder on myself? Ooh, yeah. So it might not even be a weakness, but are you intentionally or unintentionally putting roadblocks? Yeah, un unintentionally sometimes we put roadblocks and barriers and makes things 10 times harder than they really should be so write that list down write what you do well right where you might be actually hurting yourself or why you or where you might be putting roadblocks or making things harder on yourself and then um i think this last point is a uh, is a big one here yeah I, I think with all of this as you're sitting there writing these things down as far as who am i who do i want to be what do i do well how may i be making things harder on myself is you need to, it's so cliche <laughs> that everybody says, but you need to remember your why. Why do I want to start this journey? And we feel like these mindsets not only are going to apply to your health and fitness, but also a lot of aspects of your life, your relationships, your career, your life as a whole. I think these could all help those aspects of it. It's okay, why in this case do I want to work on my health, work on my fitness? And no. that's going to guide you. Yeah, while these are great for health and fitness, um, they definitely bleed over into all aspects of life, not just this. So that's kind of our step or like step one of our hero's mindset is just know thyself. Yeah. 
Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Which is a big question, but I think it's worth sitting down and considering. No, I, I, I totally agree. The other one's a little bit more straightforward is having ownership, having the mindset that, you know, I am in control of everything in my life and I'm going to take full responsibility. As essentially, in a way, you're not only just holding yourself accountable, but it's freeing to know that you actually have a say in your life one way or the other. It's not it's not this whole life is just happening to me and I'm just an innocent bystander. I think a lot of times we we see life that way. Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. I mean, a good I don't know if it's a quote or if we just we made this up, but do you see the world like this? Life is happening to me or I make life happen. And there's a lot out of our control. We're not saying you control everything in life and there's deeper questions than just I make life happen. But is it happening to you or are you making it happen? Yeah, and, and I know people are going to be mad and I, I've, I've honestly seen the world that way too where you have absolutely no control or say in anything that you're doing and you're hopeless. I used to sometimes feel hopeless. Like there's nothing that I can do, Mm. but no, there is a lot that you actually can do. There's a lot. lot, Yeah. There's a lot that you can control. Yeah. Like what, what are you saying? What what are some things that you think that you can control in your life? Well, one thing is you can definitely control your attitude. So things might be happening to you that are out of your control, but you definitely can control your attitude towards those things. Yeah. Like how do you respond? Yeah. Your response, so like you can control your attitude, you can control your response. You can in some way control your thoughts, positive thoughts, negative thoughts. Yeah, the way you're going to view the situation, absolutely. And those, all those things are actually going to dictate your actions. So your attitude, your thoughts, your responses to those situations. So that way you can control your actions. And then I think actions will dictate and uh, kind of affect your work ethic. I think you can control your work ethic. Yeah, uh, and yeah, there's, well, what are some things you can't control? Well, you can't control the weather. <laughs> That's an easy one. You can't control if somebody cuts you off. You can't control other people in general. Exactly, other people. So he, the whole point is you're trying to control the controllables, which are all within yourself. Yeah, and I think that that can be freeing, you know, where you just let go it of what is. you can't control and then you try to, take ownership of the things that you can. Yeah. And I guess from a health and fitness standpoint, because we need to tie it back in is you can control your, okay, am I going to work out today? Yes or no. You may not feel like it, but you can control if you do that or keep yourself accountable on that or what foods you're going to be eating and, and guiding yourself and knowing like, Hey, I have, I have a say in this. I can decide for myself. I don't have to be, powerless or hopeless that coworker brings in the donuts you have <laughs> it's hard to say no but it's hard but you have the ability to not eat them yeah you can say no and that's okay like hey no i'm good <laughs> right and that's uh that's kind of the second point is yeah owner- ownership it's uh because a lot of times it's like well shoot the, the co-worker brought donuts uh it, it's over for me it's like, no, it doesn't have to be. does not have to be. What's number three, Annabelle? Number three, I think it's uh, gratitude. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, I think if you're grateful and you have that mindset of there's something that you appreciate, it just puts you in a, in a better mindset. I, I want to read, um, the, the, the definition of from psychology today of gratitude is gratitude is the expression the expression of appreciation for what one has it's a recognition of value independent of monetary worth yeah i think i, I think gratitude will also play into um it, i think it can play into your emotions like how you feel the the, the happiness that might be um that comes along with having like a grateful heart towards others, towards God, towards your job, everything like that, you know, depending on what, what um, you know, part of life you're in. Yeah. And it puts you in a better state of mind. It can, you know, p- improve relationships, improves your physical health, psychological health, can make you more empathetic. You know, you can be uh, <laughs> less aggressive, sleep better. It just improves your self-esteem and, like a lot of the things we've been talking about and it can help your mental strengths, which is what we're trying to do here. Right. And a lot of the times when it, when it tying it back to health and fitness is, um, some people don't feel like working out. Some people don't feel like eating healthy. Some people are, um, have negative emotions, whether that's towards health and fitness or just in general and developing this attitude I have to hate to say it, an attitude of gratitude. I said it. Okay. Um, can help foster a mindset and emotions that will then allow you to kind of go and have that physical activity, which we know physical activity actually can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just starting it. It's just, it's getting started. Yeah. And I think too, with gratitude, there are going to be periods of time where it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. But if you're able to look at the situation and say, even if it's tiny, and say, hey, I'm grateful for going outside and at least walking for five minutes. Wow, that's that's big. That's Maybe it's something you've never done before. And it's just taking that mindset because it, it, the, the journey is going to be long. It's Absolutely. a lot long journey. But if you have this mindset and this practice, it's going to be a daily practice. It's going to help you. And it's going to make the journey a lot better on yourself. So if you are taking notes, and again, it's corny, but if you write down what you're grateful for, yes. what, what what things come to mind, and that I, I fully believe it can start to change your mental and emotional state right now to start practicing and recognizing <coughs> what you're grateful for. No, I, I agree. And at first, it might, you might feel like, well, I have nothing that I'm grateful for. Well, maybe you start as simply, I have a bed. <laughs> I yeah. hope you have a bed. Or <laughs> something that you might even laugh at or that I have clothes. And then you can work up to other things. Right. So we've got know thyself. We have ownership. We have gratitude. What's number four? Number four, rigorous honesty. Mm. It is hard to make any changes if we are being dishonest to ourselves, which is the first thing that you need to do. We need to look ourselves in the eye or in the, in the mirror. <laughs> or it's kind of hard to look yourself in the eye. <laughs> that is kind of weird to think about. Yeah, it is. I was like, I thought I was saying, I was like, wait, how do you look yourself? Okay. We're in the mirror right now. And 
and ask yourself a lot of the questions that we ask to know that self, but with rigorous honesty, being honest to yourself about, you know, why, why have I struggled or why this or why that? And it's hard to have any change if you're not going to be honest with yourself and it's hard. And then also without being honest with other people, you can't transform unless you're honest with yourself and honest with others. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's a mindset that you need to always have in your life. You know, you can lie to yourself and say, oh, well, I'm not doing this because, I don't know, think of something. Mm. Well, I mean, being dishonest with yourself can hold your you know, hold you back from actually seeing the problems and seeing the roadblocks and seeing the weaknesses. True, exactly. Okay, like in a sense, yeah, you're you're blinding yourself by all these deceptions and that you've set for yourself. I, I'm not addicted to sugar. You know, you tell yourself that and that's holding you back from eating additional calories, which are causing you to gain weight, which is mm-hmm. causing potential for diabetes and, and this whole cascade of things because you're not being honest with yourself because people don't want to say, you know what? I actually am addicted to sugar. I love it. I don't want to stop it. And you're just, or you want to stop it, but you really don't. So you're being dishonest with yourself. Yeah. And, and it's hard. And at first you're not going to know, that maybe you've been having this self-dialogue all along of maybe deceiving or lying to yourself. And it's going to be hard because we may we may have used that as many as a tool to cope, to get by. Like, I guess the the donut situation that you were talking about. Right. You can lie and say, well, it's her fault. She brought donuts. And instead of like, well, maybe there's something else going on. Maybe I know that I have, a like you said, an addiction to sugar. Right. I know that's a, that, that, that's a struggle for me. And... I guess with honesty, it's going to come with acceptance and it's going to lead down the whole path of trying to change. And it's really, really hard to do that if you're not honest. So if you're taking notes, make make a little note here that if you're wanting to adopt these mindsets, that you're making the commitment to be 100% honest with yourself mm-hmm. and with others. Okay, so that's the first four. Annabelle, what's number five? Number five, I really like this one. Um, it's something that I think for me, it's been hard and challenging. And like I said, a lot of these, you're not ever going to perfect them. It's going to be a daily practice, day, constantly trying to improve. Right, right. Is growth mindset. Yeah. Do you see an opportunity as a, I guess, when something happens to you, well, how do you see that? You know, a lot of people see it as, oh, it's this tragic, terrible thing, or, man, my life is ruined, or fill in the blank, or I'm a, t- I don't know, it's just, instead, with, with a gross mindset, the way that you need to view things and approach things is as follows. Right. I also think in middle school, high school, and even college, I feel like a lot of people, or majority of people, have that have a mindset more of growth whether that's trying to play a college sport or trying to get a college scholarship or that's academic and there there's always something that they're trying to achieve and trying to grow into yes. and then once we get out of college a lot of the time we stopped we stopped trying to grow um, not just with knowledge but just our mindset on how you view things how you see failures how you see mistakes is it an opportunity like you're saying Annabelle, to grow to learn or are you just getting upset 
not being honest with yourself, not taking ownership, not self-reflecting, and you're going down this kind of downward spiral. Exactly. It's trying to view everything as an opportunity to grow and learn. And, and I guess I would even even go further a little bit and just letting the moment, incident, whatever it may be, just be. It's not good or bad. It's not anything else. It's just simply that moment. And then you take a mo- and you look at it and say, okay, what just happened here? Okay, so you pause and you look at the situation. Okay, what just happened? What led to this? What led to this? All right, and then you 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 look at it and say, like, how could I have done potentially things differently? Right. That may have prevented this or made things gone in a different direction. Right. And and then you apply that. And also with this, it's not a. I do want to be clear because I think at times you might beat yourself up to like, oh, I should have, could have done. It's like, no, don't try not to look at it that way. You yeah, know? don't abuse yourself. Exactly. The past is the past. You can't change it, but you can learn from that. So let's, t- let's tie this into health here. Let's just say you go to the doctor and as you're getting your checkup, they look at you and say, your cholesterol is high. You have high blood pressure. You know, maybe a few other things, you know, like Annabelle said, examine what just happened. Don't, don't think of this as a good or bad thing yet. What happened? Big one. What led me to this situation? How could I've done things differently? Don't beat yourself up because of where you're at, because that's only going to make things worse. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then learn from that, have the adopt the growth mindset and say, okay, how can I change? How can I, how can I reverse high blood pressure and high cholesterol? We kind of talked about, some of those numbers last episode. So if you are getting a checkup, you know, you know what to look for, but how can I change? Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. It's all about moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So the next and last mindset that we want to adopt is what animal? Um, it's a little bit longer, but a sense is you're trying to help your future self in a way you're separating who you are now with who you are tomorrow, five years from now, 10 years from now. And this is helpful for me. And I think for a lot of people can find a lot of benefit in the sense that it's easier to help a a loved one, somebody you care for, a pet. Yeah, it's really easy to take, your, to take care of your pet. But we don't view ourselves that way. In a sense, you don't, I don't know, maybe you don't think you need to help yourself or, you, or I don't know. But it's, it's harder to say like, hey, I need to take care of myself. Yeah. And this is what you need to be yourself in that way as somebody you truly care about or love. And see, okay, for instance, man, I'm going to try to, I don't know, do a few chores because I know it's going to make it easier for me on Friday because I know Friday I have work and then I have all the other activities and then it's going to lead to more things over the weekend and it's not going to get done. It's going to stress myself. So it's always trying to look out for yourself in the future and trying to make their life easier. Yeah. So that, that's a good like week example. Like, Oh, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. I have a workout Friday. Maybe I can do my workout Thursday or maybe I can meal plan. I'm helping out future cam on when Friday comes around. Therefore I don't like slip into other things, but this could even be, you know, talking months and years future self as well. Yeah, no, and it's like, for instance, if you have a hard time, it's like, okay, well, what would you do for a loved one? 
to show that you really care about them. You might be concerned about their health, so you will probably try to take a lot of action to make sure that they're eating healthy, they're exercising, so you will do the same with yourself, okay? When you talk about the high cholesterol, thought, all right, well, what do I need to do for that? Maybe I need to change my diet, I need to exercise. I'm looking out for not only anabol of today, but anabol of 10 years, because if I'm in a healthier situation in 10 years from now, maybe I'll be able to spend more time with my family and loved ones, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think I, in physical therapy practice, I work with a lot of people of a lot of different age ranges, and it's very unfortunate, but I would say that majority of the time, my 60-plus patients will look at me and say, the golden years aren't the golden years that I was promised because of a lot of their health complications. They're not able to travel like they would. They're not able to enjoy the money that they've accrued because they didn't help their future self in terms of their health. They might have set themselves up better financially, but now they can't even enjoy their finances because they didn't look out for their future self, which is unfortunate. And that's why we're doing this podcast because we I, I see it a lot in practice and we're trying to do preventative care here and, and reclaim your health. Yeah. Prevention is a lot of times the best, best and, strategy and yeah. thing you can do. There's a really... Um, good quote by a physician named Edward Stanley. Um, this was a like a long time ago, like 1893. But he had a really good quote. And it says, Those who do not set a time for physical activity will have to set aside time later for disease and dysfunction. So you pay the man now or you pay the man later. <laughs> but the man will be paid. Yeah, and exactly. And you just always ask yourself, how can I help myself out in the future? All right, so we have a mindset to adopt. Number one, know thyself. Take ownership, gratitude, rigorous honesty, a growth mindset, and how to help your future self. If, I think if you can adopt that mindset, it will lead to change. I think so. And, and they are, and you know, I'm sure you guys probably noticed that some of them overlap, and, and they're going to. Oh, yeah. They're not... Uh, distinct things they they definitely are linked and tie into each other and we feel that if you combine them all they're gonna help be on this path of change your life for good and when you change your life it's also going to change your family's life and you're going to be breaking the cycle right so that's our mindset um to end the episode here we do have um some five rules to kind of govern your life so these are again these are maybe making the the mindset uh, a little bit more practical here. So, and we'll kick us off with the first of the five rules to govern your life. Yeah, so the first one is just the concept of start today. So essentially, we want you to take action. Don't wait for tomorrow. First of all, tomorrow is some promise. No, and the not. time to start is always going to be now. Now, what does this not mean? It doesn't mean you need to have it all finished, completed, figured out today. Right. It does mean you need to start today. Yeah, I, I like how you said tomorrow's not promised. It's not, and starting is the hardest thing. When I hear from patients, it's just so hard to, to start. We're like, we're gonna help you with where to start. We're starting with mindset, but it's the hardest thing to do is start. I think for me, it's been a blocker for a lot of times. They're like, well, I need to sit down and plan out everything. Yeah. Have the, <laughs> the whole workout plan and nutrition plan all figured out right now. And that's how much you're like, no, 
you don't have to at all. Just you start. Just go for a walk. Maybe guess what? You might be doing things wrong, but it's better to do that and be consistent than to not do anything. That's correct. So if you can only start one thing today, what would it be? And take action. Yeah, just figure that out. I like that. Start one thing today. Uh, the other one, okay. It's uh, we call it one day at a time. Essentially, is you need to take every single moment as as it is. Just try to tackle today. Don't worry about tomorrow. And, and the reason we say that is that okay. Well, how can I maximize today to reach my goal to reach what I'm trying to do? Because I think you lose focus, and you, sometimes you, it's not that you don't think a day matters, but you can lose sight of that, and it's gonna get hard, and you're gonna face those hard moments, and when it gets even harder, that's when you have to realize, okay, I need to break this down. But this also helps how to, you know, how to just to start. Yeah, even with just, starting. Yeah, if you just say, okay, I'm just gonna take it one day at a time. I'm not looking five years from now mm, exactly. at where I want to be, but if I'm gonna take action. I'm just going to take it one day at yes. a time. And then he's focusing on the next best step. As you go along, you're not going to know what to do. It's like, okay. Uh, you, maybe you're 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 doubting yourself. You don't know what to do. Okay, what's in right now, as, you know, with the whole mindset, or the whole rule of taking it one day at a time, one moment at a time even, what's the next best step? How, what, right now, what's the next best step? Yeah, maybe I've, I haven't worked out in long or I've been, I'm not struggling with, like you're talking about sugar. Okay, well, what's the next best step right now? Right. right now. It may not be the perfect answer, the perfect solution, but just taking it one day, one step at a time. Yeah. So rule number one, start today. Rule number two, one day at a time. Rule number three. Rule number three. <laughs> the number is throwing, it's, it's yeah, funny. It's throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. Because it, you, you'll figure it out here soon. So this one's called the two-day rule. Essentially preventing the snowfall. I don't know how many of you guys where you, quote unquote, you mess up, even though we know from the growth mindset, no, you didn't mess up, is the downward spiral begins. And then it's like, well, I've already messed up. I've already missed. I missed that workout. workout. So I can miss today's workout. Yeah, I went over all my calories by Etzaman. I ate those donuts at work, so now I'm going to have ice cream for dinner. Yep. And then, ah, uh, well. I already messed up on Monday, which Monday is supposed to be my fresh start, new day. Well, Tuesday, might as well keep on going. And then until you weigh into the the other Monday, and it's, it's almost in a way you're you're having grace and love for yourself and saying, listen, you're, you're going to mess up one day. Okay, it's fine. It happens. But tomorrow is a new day. Yeah, and the, try not to miss more than two. Yeah, try don't, not to miss. Don't beat yourself if you, if you do miss more than two, but try to have this mindset and this rule that says, okay, I missed one, but now I'm not going to miss more than two. Yes. Don't let it be more than two just to prevent the snowball. Right. So that's, um, rule number three, rule number this again, the numbers are a little <laughs> off rule number four. Rule number four. <laughs> rule number four is called a three year rule or essentially is long term focus. Man, the numbers are funny. The numbers are off. Yeah, we fine. didn't we didn't think that one through. Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> fine. You get the idea. It's being long term focused in the sense, set a goal that's three years out. And I say three years because a lot of times we we don't commit to anything that's that long. I mean, not probably not since high school or college or when you played sports or 
um, an instrument or something that you're you're working towards, and and now f- just focus on that. And why I say that, it's gonna keep you consistent. It's gonna keep keep you working towards that longer vision that you have for your life. So again, taking it one day at a time, starting today, having that two day rule of like it's not gonna I'm not gonna let it snowball, and then also having the longer vision. And knowing that, yes, your end vision might change along the way, but committing to it for three years, there's so much that you can accomplish in one year, and you can even do greater things in three years, but you have to commit, you have to dedicate yourself to it. But if you don't have that end goal, you don't know what you're working towards or where you're heading. I mean, some people graduate college in three years. I mean, think about having three years worth of a degree that's going to then set you up for the rest of your life. But we don't have that mindset after we get out of college a lot of the times that says, well, in three years, what if I consistently followed these steps? Where would I be? And what kind of future would I set up for myself? Um, And then it just brings consistency. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust the process. And that's essentially what will lead you to your vision in your head. <clears throat> the the final one is <laughs> was it five now number five <laughs> number five be patient the hardest one yeah this it's not gonna come overnight that's why you know we want you to commit for three years we want you to not snowball it we want you to take it one day at a time and we want you to start today but you need to be patient if you work all of those you're gonna get to where you need to get. It's unfortunate that since we live in a world of six second Instagram and TikTok uh, clips and medicine that's in a pill that we want things right away and some of the things that are harder to achieve that take more effort and sacrifice we're not patient for. Um, And then obviously if you look around you can kind of see how it is affecting the population as a whole. And there's a really good quote by um, another physician, Robert Butler. And he's quoted by saying, if exercise could be packed into a pill, it would be the single most widely prescribed and beneficial beneficial medicine in the nation. But unfortunately, exercise is not packed into a pill. You actually have to put forth effort. But that is just going to show that we don't like to be patient. We want things right now. So I think I can, I mean, sometimes we don't even take pills. There's research that shows even when prescribed pills, Patients don't take them. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just we've grown accustomed to, like you said, fast food, fast, 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 everything's fast. That maybe, and also too, man, like I was, I think we were talking about two episodes ago, the whole me losing weight in like 30 days. I was so impatient. I was like, man, I got to lose that right now. How can I find 30 pounds in 30 days? Here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And man, they get everybody with that, but that's that's not gonna be sustainable. You need to be patient with everything. Yeah, you might not see your vision that you have, because it might take a year, two, three years. So and yeah. then, and then, be also patient with um, sometimes maybe cravings that come up uh, when it comes to to food or oh yeah or things like that. It's just be patient during the craving. The craving will go away. Yeah, we sit in those urges for the donuts <laughs> that, you, that they brought to the office. Those dadgum donuts. My, one of my co-worker, co-workers recently actually, brought donuts. Yeah, she recently brought donuts. Yeah. Um, 
So those five rules, I believe, we believe if you uh, start to implement them, if you adopt that mindset, it will lead to change and benefit your health, fitness, and a positive light. Um, but before we wrap it up, um, we have a really um, beneficial quote. It's one of Annabelle's favorites. Yeah, it's one of my favorite quotes. And I think it embodies the mindset that we're trying to instill. And then the rules is it's by, <clears throat> sorry, it's called The Man in the Arena. Look it up. Very famous. It says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the straw man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strikes violently, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasm, the great devotion, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know, who know neither victory nor defeat. That's a really powerful quote. A lot of people want to be the cold and timid souls who stay on the couch, who make fun of the people who get in the gym and who eat right. And these people don't know victory nor defeat. Mm -hmm. And I guess to wrap out, wrap up, <laughs> wrap up. <laughs> Listen, remember that you, that you are human. Always remember that we are not seeking perfection, but we are seeking daily improvement. And something that we keep forgetting is you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the Heroes Journey Physio Fitness. Please DM us, send us any questions, any topics you want us to cover. Oh, yeah. If you if you have anything, let us know. Um, and uh, we'll try and answer your questions on future podcasts. I think that uh, about wraps it up for today, Annabelle. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you guys next see time. You.